It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles once more and turn to the book of Psalms. We're looking at Psalms 1, at the secrets of success. The secrets of success. The Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. We've looked so far this week that if we are going to be spiritually successful, we've got to guard our direction. We've got to be very careful what steps we take because one wrong step begins to lead you down a wrong direction. And one wrong direction takes you down a wrong path that takes you to a wrong place that ends in destruction. Then we said we need to guard our meditation to be spiritually successful. I'm sorry, guard our separation. We need to be very careful who we surround ourselves with and who we make our friends because who you run with is who you become. And if you want to be spiritually successful, then you need to get around other spiritually successful people or people that are at least heading in that direction. Then thirdly, we looked at that we need to guard our meditation. Or in other words, guard our thought life. I see a very big difference between these two men that we find. These two groups, the righteous and the ungodly. You see, the ungodly, their mindset is very earthly and carnal. Whereas the godly man's is heavenly. The worldly... Their mindset's carnal, the godly man's is spiritual. The worldly's mindset is very cynical, the godly man is full of faith. You have worldly mindset versus a biblical mindset. And if we want to be spiritually successful, then we need to get our mind set on heavenly things. What's the Bible say? Set your affection on things above, not on the earth beneath. It says, Great peace have they which love thy law. David says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Another verse, I believe it's David as well. He says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. True success is scriptural success. It is spiritual success. 
And it's when we get our eyes set on the right thing. If we want to be that way, we're going to have to keep our minds right. The key to anything really is found in the mind. Whether it be enduring or anything else. You talk to you talk to or listen to any Navy SEAL or anybody that was in special any sort of special operations group. There's videos all over, you can find them pretty easily, and they will tell you straight up that the key was not so much physical, but rather it was mental. In other words, a good majority, if not the greater majority, of the battle is always in the mind. And if we're going to be spiritually successful, then we need to keep our minds on godly things, not earthly things, spiritual things, not carnal things. Another thing I was thinking on, those that think on the Word of God, that they, they understand it more, they can apply it more, it's readily in their memory. A lot of people don't give really any thought to the Scriptures. They read it and, you know, they just take what they think it says and they run with it. A good instance of that is people taking, a, I think it's Matthew 7, where it says, Judge not that you be not judged. They hear that and they just run with that and tell you, Don't judge me, don't judge me. But they've not read the rest of the passage. And if they did, they'd find out it was not in reference to exactly what they think. And that the Bible actually does te teach that he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is condemned of no man. And it's because of this lack of thought, people end up getting in a lot of trouble. If you are truly concerned about pleasing God, then you will take time to meditate on Scripture. When the Bible says, To him that do, knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin, what's that mean? Maybe you should sit and think on it for a while. Let the Holy Spirit begin to apply it to, you, to your life and, and bring some things to clarity on how to live that out. See, sometimes God gives us some things in a principle rather than in a direct commandment because if a commandment were written out for every single thing, we'd have way too much to be able to read and remember. But when you can take a principle and go with it, it's very easy, actually, to apply it with a little bit of thought. For instance... Here's a good one for you. You have questions on, do I need to, should I listen to this music or should I not? Should I go to this place or should I not? Here's a principle that you can apply. Now, if you are in the Word of God and understand how holy God is and what He likes, which is somewhat necessary for this, but as you do that, this it becomes clearer and clearer what, where, how, and when you can do things. Here's the principle, or here's the question you can ask. Would I do it if Jesus was with me? Would I listen to this if Jesus were with me? Would I go to that place? Would I hang out with those people if Jesus were with me? And if you answer that honestly and you let the Holy Spirit work, you'll begin to realize a lot of things are actually much clearer than what we want them to be. 
truth is, we just don't want to get rid of some things in our lives. Now, I understand some people, you know, maybe are growing at different rates, and not everybody may apply it exactly the same. But I promise you, the more you get into God's Word, the more crystal clear things become. And the more spiritually successful you will be. I want to look at one last thing here. We've looked at all those things that we need to be guarding against. We need to guard our direction. We need to guard our separation. We need to guard our meditation if we're going to be spiritually successful. But I want you to understand this. If guarding your direction and staying living a separated life, separated from sin and separated from the world, separated to God, and if th- actually thinking about God's Word and applying it to your life are too much for you, you need to understand something. That you are found then in this group called the ungodly. And the Bible says the ungodly are not so. What's that mean? He has just said that this godly man, this scriptural man, he's going to be like a tree. He's going to be fruitful. He, he, he's, his leaf, it's not going to wither. Whatever he does, it's going to prosper. In other words, he's successful. The ungodly, uh-uh. You might find yourself materially successful in this life, but what counts to us in this world does not count to God. You might live the richest, fullest life full of worldly things that anybody can have. Number one, you'll never be satisfied. But more importantly than that, you are trading an eternity for something that is temporal. The ungodly are not so. They are not blessed by God. They are not at peace with God. And they sure aren't going to be standing before God in the judgment. It says they're like the chaff which the wind driveth away. In other words, they're empty. They have nothing. They're purposeless. They're good for nothing except waste. It says the ungodly, they shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Listen, you can live your life to be successful in this world. But one day, and it, it, you say, well, I'm getting away with it right now, and I'm living in both worlds. No, you're not. You're only living in one. You can't serve God and money at the same time. You can't serve God and yourself at the same time. It's God or nothing. Listen to me. Okay, so you don't want to take God's way. You don't want to come to God God's way, which is by grace through faith. It is entrusting in Jesus Christ alone for your salvation and repenting from your sin. That is a turning from your sin to God. If you're not willing to take God's way, you will suffer God's consequences. You will suffer the judgment of God. And listen, that day is coming sooner than you think it is. How will you stand before God? The ungodly cannot. They are guilty. Condemned before God. And the ultimate wages of sin, it is death. 
that is death in the lake of fire. God will judge. No man gets by with his sin. Maybe you're the, one of those ungodly or that sinner or that scorner, scorning the way of God, making light of God's word and rejecting God's word. Maybe you're one of the ones that wants nothing to do with the holiness of God's word. Maybe you're one of those ones that doesn't want to come God's way by the way of salvation. You think you can make it by your own works? You think you can get there by giving money in the plate? Whatever it is, listen, I'm telling you, you don't come by God's way, then you're going man's way. And when you go man's way, you have one end, and that is that you will perish. You will die in your sins. You will be judged by God. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. I don't know about you, but I want to be spiritually successful. I don't want to come to the end of my life and found out that I wasted it for worldly things and that I traded eternal war, an eternal reward or for some, they'll even trade their eternal salvation for a temporary lifetime of pleasure, lust, and sin. It's not worth it, my friend. True success is found in God and His Word alone. Nothing else brings peace to the heart. Nothing else can fill that void, that emptiness inside of you. But God can. You want to be successful? You want to have the peace of God in your heart? Do you want to be blessed by God? Do you want to have God on your side? Then you need to begin walking in God's way. You need to be getting yourself to God's Word. Make it not just a one little piece of your life. It becomes everything. You live your life by this book. This book either means everything to you or it means nothing to you. Either we take it all and live it all, or we don't live it at all. God's not looking for those that want to compromise and pick and choose what He wants them to live. God is looking for people that will surrender to Him, that will make their delight His law, and that will live it for the rest of their lives. These are the secrets to success in the Christian life. And if you live by them, you will be spiritually successful. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email Back to the Book Broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org.